Hello, my name is Paul Boag and you're listening to Digital Insights. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about creating a user experience strategy because you need to be careful. It could be dangerous to create a user experience strategy and can even damage your experience and your business if it's approached wrong. So I'm going to share with you some mistakes that you can avoid. You see, there's no magic formula to writing a user experience strategy. There's just too many variables from who your audience is to what your organizational objectives are. Any template I could give you would probably end up doing more harm than good. But what I can do is point out some potential pitfalls. And that's what I want to do um, in this little podcast. Uh, I'm going to outline six mistakes I see people making when preparing a user experience strategy. And we begin by waiting too long to look at the subject. A potential client approached me interested in me working on a user experience strategy with them. But after the initial conversation, they went very quiet on me and I didn't hear anything from them for weeks. When I chased them, they told me that they decided to wait, that they were going through a company-wide restructuring and they wanted to have that done before looking at the user experience. They couldn't really have done a worse thing, I don't think. You see, many things shape the user experience, including how the organization structures itself. The company restructuring should have factored in the user experience strategy, not the other way around. In other words, we needed to have done the user experience strategy first. After all, the way that a company is structured should support the customer, shouldn't it? Restructuring is not the only excuse people have for putting off creating a user experience strategy. Another common reason for delaying um, is that the company wants to upgrade their technology first. In other words, they want some new content management system or a customer relationship management system in place first. Only then will they start thinking about the customer experience. And yet, if you think about it, that's madness. How can you define what your CMS or CRM has to do if you don't understand what the user experience is. In short, you should be starting with the user experience, not considering it as an afterthought. A related problem is the scope of most user experience strategies. As we've already established, many factors shape the user experience. These include how the company is structured and the technology they use, to name just two. Yet most user experience strategies tend to focus on the immediate touch points, such as the website or social media channels. Rarely does it address the underlying systems that support these touch points. Take, for example, the considerable impact that things like legal and compliance have on the user experience. From GDPR to accessibility compliance, these things impact the experience. A good user experience strategy shouldn't be afraid to identify these problems and propose solutions. Often those writing strategies don't feel that they can make recommendations outside of their area of responsibility. However, it's essential to remember that these are recommendations. It's up to senior leadership to decide what they want to take on board and what they want to ignore. You can feel free to make recommendations around anything that you believe will improve the user experience. Because a good user experience strategy impacts a wide range of business operations and you can't create it in isolation. You're going to need buy-in from colleagues across the organization, and that will prove much harder to get if you haven't consulted them in the process. And this is my third uh, issue that I see is that people don't always consult. They create the strategy in isolation. Also, you won't do a good job without the input of others anyway. 
when you hit barriers in the way the organization works that hinder the user experience, you must ask yourself why they exist in the first place. Often there's good reasons why these things are the way they are, and it's going to take some cross-silo collaboration to find ways of enhancing the user experience while still addressing these business needs. Number four, not doing your research before writing your user experience strategy. Before you can start working with colleagues on your user experience strategy, you first need to be damn sure that any plan you come up with is actually going to meet user needs. And that means you're going to have to have a good handle on what those users want. I'm amazed at how many companies jump into creating a strategy without doing user research or mapping the customer journey. Now, I'm not naive. I'm a pragmatist. I realize that often companies don't have the time, resources, or will to do extensive user research. But something's better than nothing. A few user interviews, a mapping workshop with some real users attending, and some surveying would be a start. But you, if you can't make that happen, then I recommend that the first step in your strategy, as you lay it out, is that some user research happens to validate the rest of the plan. Number five, treating the implementation of your user experience strategy as a project. Many user experience strategies I read, read like a project plan. They've got timelines, resourcing levels, budgets, and endpoints. And that's the wrong way of thinking about improving your user experience. Sure, you could include some addictive resourcing levels and budgets. I'm kind of fine with that. But talking about timelines and endpoints is particularly dangerous. And that's because it gives the impression that one day you'll be done improving the user experience. And that is not the case. I was invited to speak at a company who was running a customer first initiative. A team had formed and uh, were uh, trying to improve the customer experience. They put together a strategy and run some training. But following my talk, they were due to be disbanded. The project was deemed over. In reality, they'd done nothing more um, than run a bit of training uh, that everybody would forget in a few months. They'd certainly done nothing to change the culture of the organization. A user experience strategy should be looking to change the culture to be more user-centric. And that doesn't happen in months or even in years. It's an ongoing effort that requires leadership, funding, and organizational will. It needs somebody to champion the user experience over the long term. Yes, eventually, they might be so successful that everyone becomes the user's champion in an organization. But that will take years, and it's not a point that you can predict in some strategy document. So your strategy document shouldn't be written like that. Instead, your strategy should outline a new team dedicated to evolving the company's processes over time, a team that will champion the user experience at every level of the business. And that is a company-wide initiative, not a project. The problem with user experience initiatives, however, is that employees suffer from initiative fatigue. And that brings me on to my final point, which is that you, you really need tangible executive support. There's always new initiatives coming out of senior management, fads that last a few weeks or months and then are forgotten as everybody moves on to the next thing. If your user experience is a priority, there has to be tangible support from your senior management team. So palpable that people believe this isn't going to be a passing obsession from management. In his book, Strategy in the Fat Smoker, David Meister wrote, 
If an organization's leaders want their people to believe that a new strategy is being followed, they must establish credibility by pr proving that they are prepared to change themselves, how they act, how they're measured, and how they're rewarded. He goes on to write, I've sometimes asked firm leaders whether they're willing to announce to their people right up front that they will resign their roles if measurable progress is not made in the strategic plans they advocate. It's a fair question. Do you have the support of your leadership team or are they just paying lip service to the idea of providing outstanding customer experience? Now, I'll be honest, I don't suppose this podcast has actually helped very much. I've probably just succeeded in scaring you and for that, I'm sorry. But it's better to go into the, this process with your eyes wide open than it is to get blamed when your strategy inevitably fails. My advice is to avoid sugarcoating what becoming user-centric really involves. Then offer a few simple, small suggestions that will help the organization take its first faltering steps on that journey. And I think beyond that, it's going to set false expectations and allow the organization to kid itself that it's user-centric when it's really not. 